Welcome to Chillin' with Ice with me, Lori Fetrick, or most of you know me as Ice from the American Gladiators. Thank you for joining me on this podcast where we're going to dive in and go behind the scenes on the number one hit iconic show of the 90s. It's time to get up close and personal on what drove us to be gladiators, what challenges we faced, and how we overcame to reach all of our goals. I know in this first season, inquiring minds want to know, was there drama, fights, hookups? Are we all still friends? What did we do in our personal lives and how are we staying in such good shape years later? Well, stay right here and let's get into Chillin' with Ice. Before we dive into our incredible episode today, I want to let you know that this is a self-funded podcast and I would love your support. For the cost of a cup of coffee a month, you can donate to my Patreon page and that would make all the difference in the world. For the small donation, you will get back so much in rewards, like you can watch all of my podcasts on video. I will have exclusive content like behind the scenes footage, a private Facebook group where you can interact with me directly and other VIP fans, a monthly Q&A, direct shout outs and follows from me to you on your social media and so much more. Find me on Patreon at Chillin' With Ice or click the link in the show notes now. Okay, let's dive in. Welcome back to Chillin' With Ice. And my next guest has been on over 500 magazine covers. He's the only person that's actually been on both of the American Gladiator shows. He has his own supplement line. He is the founder of Power Bodybuilding Exercise Program. He actually started bodybuilding at a ripe old age of seven years old. I believe he did his very first competition when he was 14. He's been Mr. Universe four times. He's an actor and he's done so much more. Please let me put my hands together, my hands together for this gentleman, Mr. Mike O'Hearn. Holy and yes, ah, Mike, I, I, had to have, to I had to have a cue card in my hand for that introduction <laughs> because you've done so much, which is I am so absolutely proud of you. I mean, it is just amazing what you have done in your life. And it's just you've got to You've got to just be sitting back going, what's the next thing? <laughs> well, first off, thank you. Coming from you, this means something just because I know. Uh, you, you, uh, as I say, you lived in the trenches, you've, you've done this, you've fought, you've been there. And, and to get that kind of shout out from you, I thank you. Ah, you're so welcome. Thank you. So Mike, you have literally over 500 magazine covers. We're going to jump around today. We're going to have some fun with this. We're going to do, we're going to do gladiators. We're going to do bodybuilding. We're going to do everything that you're up to right now. And um, it, so, you know what? Let's just start with gladiators. First and foremost, the original gladiators, how did they even find you? How did you find them, the very first one? The very first one, um, audition, audition. Um, I got to California. I was already doing the magazines and competing and stuff. And uh, my background is... Uh, what people don't realize is, is I did do powerlifting and bodybuilding and all that stuff. But my, the root of my, um, I guess, foundation was martial arts and wrestling. Um, it was athletics. And that's why mostly back then, I think most people bodybuilded because they did athletics and then they moved on from athletics to bodybuilding. And so that's, 
I got the call and they said, we're looking for this, 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 you know, they mark the boxes, can, strong, athletic, good build, can talk on camera, um, <laughs> want to tussle. And I said, that's me. And yeah. so I went down and uh, tried out for it. And uh, um, at the same time, Red Saber oh. uh, did. And, and it was a great, it was a great two day thing. And the greatest thing about it was um, it was down to him and me at the very end. And we got to joust against each other. And I don't know if he remembers this. I hope he does. <laughs> we didn't say nothing to each other. And we just kicked. I don't know how many people showed up for that audition. It was a couple thousand people in uh, over at UCLA. Uh, yeah, USC, was, sorry. USC. Yeah, that was going to be my next question of how many people actually auditioned. Yeah, there was at thousands that time. of people. And it, and it, after two days of tryouts and testing and so on and so forth, it was it was down to um, maybe four or five guys for the final. But he and I were up against each other and we jousted against each other and we knocked each other's heads off. I can only imagine. It was so <laughs> awesome. Mostly he's such a badass. Yeah. Um, we didn't say nothing to each other until... Uh, a week later, when we had to sit down with the with the producers and stuff, and said, "Hey, you guys are coming aboard," um, but I said to him, "I said, man, there was a moment there. You hit me upside the head. I didn't know what happened." Wow. And he goes, "Same thing. You. There was a moment you hit me, and I went black. I didn't see nothing." And I was like, "Okay, I like that." So you guys just sat there and pummeled each other. I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, we just kicked the sheesh out of each other and loved it. <laughs> That's amazing. But you know that it's it's. I we yeah. chose that because it's fun to tussle. Yeah, we do. Now you mentioned you mentioned wrestling. What weight were you wrestling at? Ooh, I was a heavyweight by the time I was a freshman. And what is a heavy? What's your weight? Uh, on a I was I was in the two hundred and fifty to two hundred and seventy five wow. range wow. as going as a, as a freshman uh, through all of uh, high school. You were a and, monster. Uh, yeah, like you said at the beginning. <laughs> I don't. People don't realize. <laughs> that I was already 272 by 15 years old, winning the state powerlifting uh, for the teenagers, but I was beating 19-year-old kids and so on and so forth. And um, yeah, I was a big farm boy. Yeah, that's crazy. So, Which helped because by 20, gladiators, but I was already that size and that athletic ability. And that's the one thing, the coolest thing about being in that circle with you guys it was all these uh, beautiful bodies, artistically Michelangelo created, but the athletic ability of the most elite. Yeah. And that was what was great. Mostly, I got to say this, about the original. Yeah. Because, yeah, uh, yeah and we'll, we'll talk about we'll the other We'll talk later. about the other later. The original but you're right. We was, were, uh, We were ahead of its time. You know, yeah. so that's what also that was so cool about it, too, is because there was nothing like that on television when we came on. Nothing. So it kind of took people by surprise, by surprise. And then it was like people would go, what's the draw? And and because they just wanted to see that that, you know, Davy and Goliath kind of situation. And they were rooting for the underdog, but they always wanted the gladiator to win, too. <laughs> Unless it was Dan. Unless it was Dan. <laughs> and they're like, Hydro. kick his ass. Come on. <laughs> but don't you think, and I'm asking this because of a, a production idea. Uh -huh. The producers or the understanding of it back then was the coolest thing about this show. It is David and Goliath. And I want to see that fight. Mm -hmm. 
And the one thing that I didn't see later when we came back was it wasn't about David and Goliath. It was about, oh, Pete and his life and what's he doing and how's things going? Okay, and now you're going to go against this gladiator and this gladiators. It's like they wanted to see the tussle. They they lost they lost the original complete like soul of the show. I think they did because they wanted to create and I I could see where they could they would get this and they'd be like okay the original was awesome we love that but yet we can make it bigger we can make it better but they just didn't know when to stop making it bigger and better. You know what I mean? They could have added some really cool games in, but still kept that really just that soul, heart and soul of the show. You know, like you said, that tussle, that Davy and Goliath. Um, now, okay, so we're- I, I, I see your point there. Yeah. But it, you think about the gladiator days when when they came into the arena. It was, they didn't know- Hey, what's his background? What's going on over here? They didn't no, care. Just, yeah, they, against this, against this. Pulling the lions, let's see what lives. Yeah. And when they jump forward, and the only reason I say, I understand they want to go bigger. And we'll get a new gladiator every week. We'll get a new game every week. Mm. But when it comes down to it, the UFC is such a big thing. It's the same cage. It's two guys going. You want to see one guy win and one guy lose. All, right. the, all the hoopla, I get you think that that's necessary, but it really isn't. It wasn't necessary at all, at all. And I think that's where they kind of lost it. And you're right. It's kind of like they got so, I don't know, I don't know who did this, but they got so far into the stories and, you know, of the background. It's like, okay, and in the original, they'd be like, okay, we have Susie. She's a firefighter down in Huntington Beach. All right, let's see how she does against ice. That was it. <laughs> remember the athletes that would come in against us then they were solid and yeah. they, you know, they, they would show like i always remember the one guy that the car was driving he kept jumping over cars as they're driving at him and they show clips of that what was his name uh, two scoops wesley yeah two second clip holy sheesh this guy's exactly. a exactly he will kick the gladiator's ass yes and then get to it it was it was just i know and i i just think they overproduced it to death unfortunately and I, but i think they had they had something in their hands and they just they like they just squished it <laughs> you know and it's just if too they bad come out again what do you think is the recommendation from you okay so i was told or i heard that um i think it was a couple years ago vince mcmahon was picking it up and he and i was actually excited if vince mcmahon picked it up I was excited. And the reason why I was excited about that, okay, is I'm going to be kind of biased and go from the female side of it. He picks phenomenal females. You know, they're athletes. They're big. They're, they're built. They're beautiful. They're gladiators, you know. And the men, same exact thing with the men. They're gladiator men. Um, the only thing that I was kind of like, hmm, Hopefully he doesn't go way over the top because, you know, that's wrestling. And that's what we all battled in the very beginning. Remember, we were like, no, this is real. This is not WWF. So we battled with that. Um, that was my only concern with Vince McMahon, to be honest with you, is that he would just kind of go over the top on certain situations. But overall, I was excited. Then when that, when kind of things hit, you know, the frying pan where he got pulled out, 
I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to pick it up. I know somebody's going to pick it up, Mike. It's just inevitable. It's going to happen. I've heard it is picked up and it's somewhere else similar. Okay. Um, I don't have all the details, so we'll hold off until the next uh, right. <laughs> we talk, but uh, they are going to come back out. And my recommendation is, is you, you got personnel, go back and look at the originals, look at them, look at nitro, just walk out, look at any of these yeah. guys, watch you walk out. There's something there. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you need. And And then the contestants can be, Get good contestants. Yeah, exactly. I don't, mean, don't, we don't had, you know, we had it. like Peggy Odita for the girls, 5'8", 190. Of course, when I saw her walk through, I was like, really? <laughs> you know, I was like, come on, she's just going to kill me. But um, man, it was a good fight. You know, it, everything that we did, man, we went all balls out and just fought, you know, and it was just an amazing on camera. But now... In, in the 208, I know that you were super excited when you got the call to go um, on there. Now, how'd you get your name on that? Did you just take it from, I mean, there was Thor and then there was Titan. How did, what was going yeah. on with that? I was, if you don't know, I was Thor, everybody on the original, and then I was Titan on the new one. Um, and it came about, I'm not sure how, if I remember correctly, how it came about, but uh, we were having issues trying to come up with a name and they gave me a couple options and on the second run or the second i guess creation of gladiators the right. one cool thing i think was i got the call and they said do you want to be here and i said only if i qualify only if i try out again and i beat everybody mm -hmm. then i'll take it um, but i do not want the show given to me and i think that's the mentality of all of us back those old school kind of but that's interesting and i'm going to be honest because you were already an alternate. You were already chosen to be a gladiator. So if I but were- I was 20. But I was 20. Yeah. California judo champion, a powerlifting champion. I'm okay. And, and so, so how many years later was that? Nine? 20, 20 years. Oh, wait, no way. Yeah. From the first time I got American Gladiators to oh, this- Oh, you're I right. It was, out, I, I thought it was like maybe 10, 12-ish, no. 20 years. All right. I think if it was shorter, there would have been a lot of us still on it. Right. That's true. But it was, I was such a young cat mm -hmm. um, that that I definitely got this, you know, that position on the first go. But on the second go, it was more, um, it's cool. I'd get this. And, then, and, and, I, and I think if I said this to anybody else, if they offer you a show, take the show. Oh, yeah. Don't say shit. Take that's, the show. That's what I was going to say when you said just, all audition. I was like, oh, screw that. I'm going on. <laughs> for me, I didn't want to do it and, and anybody say, oh, well, he got it because he was already there and his I, name I and all this. And, and so it was, and also a double edge kind of against the naysayers is that I went out and I tried out for it again. And I absolutely destroyed every single person that tried out for it. Yeah. You did. And so then it comes in as like team captain type. Dude, you deserved it. You deserved every bit of it. And you were like, everything that you got, you deserved on that. I mean, you worked your ass off. You look phenomenal. You're a great athlete. And so it's like, why not? It's like perfect for you, you know? Um, how were the water games for you? Um, They were fine. <laughs> you know, it's just a little cleanup afterwards and stuff. But, you know, it's, you know... It, what I liked is it was embarrassing for the contestants because you <laughs> talked their ass in the water. So it just made it a little better. And I think right? it was, that was really smart relative to having pads 15, 20 feet below 
I think the water was much smarter. Oh, no, I thought the water was amazing. Yeah, it looked amazing. Almost like a little jab, too, because you get to watch them get out of the water soaking (laughs) wet. Hey, hey, Cupcake, how you doing? How was that for you? I know, right? Um, when you, and, and it's, you were talking earlier and you said, okay, so they introduced like, you know, a, a new game all the time. And then they introduced new gladiators. I think that because we stirred the pot, you know, kind of stirred up the pot a little bit and, the, and kind of ruffled their feathers with the whole, oh. Hey, why aren't we getting points on things? Why aren't we doing this? And then they tried to convince us the show is the star. You're not the star. So I'm thinking when the reboot came around, they're like, okay, well, we're going to nip this in the bud right here and go, we'll just keep adding gladiators to where nobody's necessarily a star. That's the only thing I could possibly think of, but yet cream rises to the top. It doesn't matter. You rose to the top. You are the star of the show. Um, Everybody loved Gina. She was the female star of the show. And so they can't take that away from you guys no matter what, no matter how many gladiators they add. They can't take away the stars. And that's the only reason I can kind of think they did that maybe. I think you're, you, that's a bullseye. And here's something I don't think the fans will ever hear about uh, or everybody that's watching this. There was a, uh, a beautifulness of my learning by keeping my mouth shut and watching you guys that starting lineup by watching you and seeing how you portrayed or did your thing and how you conducted yourself on stage in the competition, but also behind the scenes. And so I got privilege of watching everything. Mm -hmm. And there was such a, I I believe I got the TV show called battle dome um, after gladiators because of the fact of what I learned by keeping my mouth shut and paying attention to what worked and what didn't work. Mm -hmm. The attitudes that flowed regardless of uh, regardless of the attitude and what mm-hmm. didn't work. Right. And so it was a great learning experience. And when I got to the new gladiators, I tried to give that information. Mm-hmm. It was surprising on how reluctant, reluctant, I can't even reluctant. say the word. Reluctant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that everybody else there was. To hear that. Really? Hey, this is I learned from Dan. He told me about this. I, I learned this from this person. I learned this from this person. Mm-hmm. And and it was interesting because one of the first things I said is, and if you get injured or you're icing or, or something, mm-hmm. keep your mouth shut. Step away from the production. Absolutely. Don't tell nobody. Don't even tell the other gladiators. Absolutely. Keep your mouth shut and yep. don't say nothing. And that was one of the first things. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's an old school mentality or an animal mentality where you don't show the weakness because mm-hmm. these producers don't fully understand competition. Not at they all. They understand ratings. They understand games and lights and all this and that, but they don't understand somebody icing their knees. Oh, they're icing their knees. Okay. Get a replacement. Exactly. That one's, that one's hurt. And it's when I said that to the team at that time, it was funny that they were like, oh, all right. Really? Chill. chill. Don't say nothing. And I was like, oh. Interesting. It was interesting, the change in 20 years from how people would watch a starter and learn compared to, I'm on the show, dog. Chill out. I'm, I'm wow. golden. So, the reason I said that is the full circle of what you said is they were going to have some issues with people going, listen, 
it's not American Gladiators. It's this guy's show. It's that girl's show. And and I made it. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're 100% right. I know that was a long-winded thing, but I just want you, no, I hear you viewers though. to understand that there's a way to learn. Mm-hmm. And it's by watching people that are there before you and crushing it and, and take what works for them. And they'll tell you years later on what things didn't work. But uh, and be it, open. You know, honestly, even even the producers didn't want to hear you know, they didn't, they didn't want to hear any feedback from us at all. Um, Your talent. Oh, exactly. <laughs> We're just talent, damn it. <laughs> You're the meat. That's it. You're I know. I know. And, and, and look at where we are now. It's just so kind of how things just, I don't even know how to explain that. But um, the show was amazing. It's just, they just overproduced it. Unfortunately, I remember being there the first time. And watching Hulk Hogan and Layla Ali take an entire hour to do an intro. And I'm just like, Mike Adamley would have knocked that out like that, you know, just something so simple. But it is what it is. You know, I know. I, 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 yeah, I got I got a big question. All right. Because you were a pup, too, at that time. Mm-hmm. What was some of the things that you took away from that show that helped you in life? Oh, deep question, Mike. Deep question. <laughs> There's some um, stuff there though, right? Oh, there's a lot. There's the, that's more, that's literally an entire conversation of what I took away from that show and learned. And I mean, I was never in the industry. I was never in the, in the entertainment industry before that show, by the way. So just being thrown in that industry with producers and directors and, um, I mean, think about it, you know, they kind of got into my personal life, you know, no, you can't have your girlfriend here. We don't want that image. Um, it was like, whoa, think about that time. Think that's about what that. I'm saying. Eighties, nineties. Yeah. That was still uh, like, shh, shh, shh. Oh yeah. Don't hush, hush. No, no, no. We want, we want these people to only like you. If yes. you come out with that. Yes. Yes. And I mean, look how far we've gone. We've gone, we've gone too far. <laughs> I know you and I have talked over like Instagram and stuff, different messages. It's like, where'd you get that? I got to repost that. But I mean, we have, we've gone way too far in a way. That's my own personal um, opinion. But at the same time, it's like, yes, think of the time back then. I had managers, I had agents, I had producers, I had directors all telling me literally the same thing. Do not come out. You know, it will ruin your career. All right. Interesting. So, I mean, yeah, I've taken away so much um, from the learning process of that show, just being on it and going forward and my identity and my ego and my, and my, you know, what I think about life and what I pulled out of it and my spirit and what's breakable and what's not. I mean, I could just go down a list, you know, to be quite honest with you, Um. But on that note, it's, I would never do it. I would never, ever, what's the question? I, I would never take anything back. I never, I didn't regret a thing. Oh, I would point. do it yeah. all yeah. over again today. If I could, believe it or not, my head today says I could still do it. <laughs> no, my body, on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, you know? I'm with you. That's why I tried out again. That's what I said. Uh, yeah, I think I could do it, but let me, yeah. let me prove to these youngsters I can tear their heads off. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so when the show, um, I mean, how many episodes was it? 13, 21. How many did you get out of the reboot? Uh, let's see. Um, 
I do not remember. How I know. I think I, I know it was like a season. That season could have been 21. We, we, we got a good two seasons and first season should have showed them they did the right thing because we were the number one show coming back. Okay. And it's because everybody that was my age had kids. Yeah. And it's like, I, you get to watch a show I grew up with. And so, um, but then like they said, and they even talked about this when we did these uh, new shows on Netflix and on uh, ESPN is that they came back so hyped and so quick. Mm-hmm. That you didn't give the time, the 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 whole world time to just, oh, I miss it. You know, I think right now is a really good time to talk about nutrition because there are so many people out there that have super busy lives, just like myself, and they always ask me, Lori, how do you stay fit? How do you do? You know, eat healthy with your busy lifestyle? And they're like, I don't have time to do any kind of meal prep, or even more or less work an eight hour day, come home and cook for my family. So I found a little secret that I want to share with you today, and that secret is Factor. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. They can help you fuel up fast with a chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meal delivered straight to your door. So you're going to save time, you're going to eat well, and you're going to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Now, I know some people go, Hmm, those meals aren't all that great. They don't taste good. But let me tell you, these are amazing and they taste so good. There's 34 plus weekly flavored packed dietitian approved meals. And again, like I said, they're ready to eat in two minutes. And let's say that maybe one day if I'm training hard and I feel like I need that extra bump of, let's say, protein, they have some protein packed meals with up to 30 grams of protein per serving. I mean, that's a lot. That's amazing. So this August, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavored packed meals delivered straight to your door, ready in two minutes, no prep, no meals, no mess. And you know what? All you need to do is go to factor.com slash icebaby50, and you can use the code icebaby50 to get 50% off today. That code is icebaby50. So go to factormeals.com slash icebaby50 to get your 50% off today and start enjoying your meals now. So um, what'd you think of the two documentaries? Uh, I love that it came back out and, and they went into it. Um, and if people get, there was one aspect that I absolutely love about it. And I hope society gets this and, um, it's something I actually got is being a young kid, being in that position of going, I'm going to battle six guys a day. I could get hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm choosing to do this. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was like, they really don't care about me do my job, kick ass, mm-hmm. and keep myself safe. Uh, and it was tough. It was absolutely abusive, but I loved it. <laughs> um, but that's life. In the end of the day, that's life. Life is tough. Well, People it- really don't care. And you got to go through it and keep your mouth shut for a lot of the stuff. And you just got to keep fighting. Okay. So on that, this is where I said I'm going to jump around a little bit is it's like nowadays, it's like everybody's getting a participation trophy. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I don't agree with that. 
it's like you want you want them to compete. Competing is life. You know, we compete in every single thing we do today. We compete to get normal nine to five jobs. We compete like literally on the freeway. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but but you know, it's everything. I know everything how people say you're competing. It's not a competition. It is a competition. a competition. Everything every is. single thing. Everything we do is a competition. So I don't think they're doing the kids any kind of justice whatsoever by giving them, oh, you did a great job. Here's your participation trophy. No, there's first, second, and third. And I love the I love the line of if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that's our character. And it's something that and your friends will say this about you. And I'm hoping the world says this about me is that when I got the opportunity to do gladiators again, I refused the free gift and I chose to try out. I commend you on that. That's that's really that is that shows a lot of character in you. Because I would have so, taken the job. No kidding. <laughs> but, I mean, I think a smart person would. It's crazy. Yeah, money. you're right. You're yeah. on TV. You get to kick guys' asses. Yeah. And and it's everything that you would want. And it's only five of us, right? Yeah. And then they started bringing in. But it's like, why would you put yourself in that position? You could not do well. You could show them that you're aged. You did. Uh, don't stop. Don't show me you've aged. But I want the fight, and yeah. I want that fight today. And then I think that's just—I miss the fight. Race. That's the number one thing. Is that not? I yeah. miss the fight so much. I can't even tell you. You give me tingles right now. I know. I just got chills myself. But it's <laughs> so true. And I think I look. Maybe there's other areas in my life that I, I look for that, you know, and I try to pull that in. Um, but it's not the same. It's really not the same, and you know that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You've been in that situation. Everybody out here does MMA or com competitive in anything, mm -hmm. mostly when it's head-to-head, -head, when you can change that other person's eyes, and you know you own them. Yeah. That's a cool, I don't know where that feeling it's comes so from. Cool. That's a barbaric it ass. Is. It's a good feeling. Okay. But we're still in it. Dude, you have done, okay, so you've done Gladiators, you've done Battle Dome, you've done... Um, Okay, hold on. I'm gonna name. I'm gonna name some things because I'm. I have a question here. Now remember all this: um, modeling, acting, bodybuilding. Um, what am I missing? Oh, you're your businessman, mentor. Out of all of that, if you look back on one thing, what one thing would you go? That was my favorite. Uh, being a dog owner. I was going to throw that in there, but I couldn't do that because I knew you would say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forget the dog I, I, owner for a minute. Yeah. Forget the dog owner. Go to your you, who you are and what you've done in your life and everything that you accomplish. Because there's got to be a point to where you can go, oh, my God, Battle Dumb was a blast. Oh, Gladiators was fun, too. But I love modeling. But mm, bodybuilding gives me that real kind of satisfaction. Which one is it that you could put your finger on even just for a slight moment? Let's let's find this out together because of the fact that um, there's some things per age that really uh, play a bigger part. So, like, it was cool that I was uh, such a monster in school and all-American football and wrestling and powerlifting champion. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, good job, kid. Mm -hmm. Way to do it at such a young age and have a mindset that you're a lone wolf, didn't care about anybody else's opinion at that such a young age. Mm -hmm. That set me up to win in life. There you go. But at the same sense, I, I love the fact that 
I'm still here guest posing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was done competing in bodybuilding in the 90s, and I'm still here being one of the top five guys in the world guest posing. And it's like, oh, that's kind of kind of badass. That's way badass. <laughs> so it's like, I, I think the, the what I'm most excited about is that it, my son gets to tell a story of a guy that just, when they talk about the, I guess it's a, a meme or the quote, uh, you can't beat the guy that doesn't give up. Mm-hmm. I want my picture next to that quote. Mike, where do you get that? Where's that belly fire, that that literally unbreakable spirit? Where does that come from? Childhood, I think. It's still the separating myself early on uh, from the norm and going, oh, okay, so I can't read or write, so I'm this odd cat. Mm-hmm. And going, I'm going to live in this lane over here and make sure I never get back in the main drag with the rest of the world. And I've never lost that. And I, I, I like, you know, it's like, we still go to the gym today as, as a controlled aggression as we did as gladiators <laughs> going out into the ring. So it's just something that's bred into me. I believe. Was there ever a moment in your life that was like a pivotal moment to where your life could have taken a complete different turn? Yeah, I think so. I think it was like the first time I got my ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Washington and got my ass just, I was thinking I was a tough kid because I wrestled and powerlifted and did all this stuff and got my ass just whooped. And uh, uh, the walk home with everybody from the schools looking at me all uh, muddy and stuff because it's Seattle and so it was raining. So right. my head was getting shoved into the mud and stuff. And I could have been the guy going, okay, I'm going to hide away mm-hmm. and, and, and just... I, maybe I am odd and I can't read and write. So maybe I should just chill out and I go opposite. Yeah. That kind of, that kind of uh, battle, I'm be up for it and I'm okay going into that kind of battle again. If it happens again, I'll take it. So that's where the fire came from as well. Yeah. That's really, that's amazing. That's so cool. So here's a good question for you. And that is if, if, if you had to have a nine to five job, What would you be doing or what would you want to do? I think a veterinarian. Okay. I think, I think the possibility of helping and and saving and being around that kind of energy. And I would love, I would love you to be a veterinarian as long as you didn't get jaded. And you know why I say that, because I know how many dogs you have. And I know that you go to the vet quite a bit throughout your life. And some of the veterinarians, unfortunately, lose that passion for helping animals, and it goes completely the opposite side of business. And by the way, I know you're in here just to get your dog's nails trimmed, but have you ever thought about getting an entire full blood panel and all these extra added things? Oh. And by the time you leave, it's a $1,500 bill when it should have been 50 <laughs> Yes, I, I- Sorry for um, that rant. No, no. <laughs> it, trust me. I, I don't know how I'm blessed- because I love dogs so much, um, but I'm blessed with a vet that's the complete opposite. See, you're, that's you are that's, blessed, and I will tell you this guy, Jeff Werber, the doctor is comes over when I had to put my my girl down and uh, did it here, and it was just he is one of those guys that I would go, I would love to be that if I wasn't this. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. All right. So you'd be a veterinarian. Now tell me why. Um, and then I'm going to get into your bodybuilding for a moment. Tell me okay. why you're so drawn to the husky breed. 
a closest thing to a wolf and I can't own a wolf. <laughs> Not legal in California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I actually have a husky, but he's a husky mix with um, Labrador and German Shepherd. And his name is Koa, and he is the coolest dog. And I can totally see why people go towards the husky breed. Well, let's see if, if it's a, a true husky in the sense of if the front door is open, he's running. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> he could do every trick in the book, just doesn't want to. Yeah. And okay. he owns All the right, house. It's a husky. He owns the I house like, as well. <laughs> I like the fact that they're so uh, independent in one sense. And they don't see a purpose in most stuff. And no matter how well you train them, they want to run because of that prey. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I look at myself in the same sense. They like to be in a pack. They like to be around incredible, similar mm -hmm. beasts. Yes. But at the same time, they want to run free. So <sighs> that that's the husky. So how is your how is your training different than it was? I mean, have you slowed down just a little bit? I mean, how is your training compared to? No, you're like, nope, haven't slowed down. <laughs> Still the nope. same, all this constantly 100%, 150%? Uh, I wouldn't say, no, it's smart. It's smart. And, and I think I learned as a youngster, because I was training with Tom Plaz and all these incredible, freaky, not just strong, not just bodybuilder legends, but strong, beastie kind of mentality. Um, I learned that I wasn't building enough muscle, even though I was stronger than everybody. Mm -hmm. And so I really dived into understanding what weightlifting really is and what it could do to me. And then the understanding of, I want to do this for a lifetime. So what do I need to do? And that's where the power of bodybuilding came from going, you can lift heavy weights and that's great for longevity because it's less wear and tear and mileage on the person that does tons and tons of reps with light weight. And you can build up your connective tissue and your bone density. Mm -hmm. So that means longer life. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just more, I'm really precise when it comes to lifting now, but I still lift the house and uh, I love it. Are you still getting up at that? If I remember right, I read an article, you were getting up at like four in the morning training, something insane. <laughs> yeah. Something crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah, I learned early. It's like, if I can get my lifting in first thing in the morning, then I'll never miss a workout. And I started that when I was 9, 10, 11 doing paper routes. So I'd do the paper route, I'd go lift, and it's just never changed. You are so disciplined. And most people, are, as you know, more so than anybody else from training everybody, Nobody really wants to work out unless they have a medical issue or they have a divorce or something along those lines. And all of a sudden they go, Ugh, I got to train. So how do you motivate these people that are coming on to your program going, I mean, we can all do the same thing. It's like, no, you can do this. It's a mindset. And I guess that's my question. Is it, is it more of a mindset or is it more of a... Um, God, just um, what was I had it written down too? Sorry, That's okay. <laughs> I was like, "What is that?" I mean, how do you how do you keep them moving that come to you that are just like, eh, eh, or do you just not take on everyone? I don't take on everyone, you know, I, and that's the, one of the big things. Um, so I get to pick and choose, and then it is if they got the right mindset. And I think you and I understand this: what gets you up in the morning, whatever that goal is, mm -hmm. and that goal could be anything from a silly 
wedding to get ready for or a class reunion or just a shoot. It could be the simplest thing. But if that person doesn't have the goal and anything that they want to do in the health and fitness world, like, hey, I got to get in shape. Right. Because uh, I'm dating this girl and I want to I make her impre- anything outside of yourself, you won't keep. You won't stay with it unless it's within yourself and it means something to you that, that wakes you up. And so I usually look for that when I talk to the people. I say, well, why are you doing this? Well, my husband wants me to lose 20 pounds. My husband wants. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, no. It's like no. The, the guy goes, hey, I want to look good. I'm single. I want to get these girls. Again, it ain't going to work. Because you're so, going to get the girl and quit. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, well, that. what happens when you don't get the girl? What happens when you don't get any of the success that you want? What's going to keep you training and stuff? Okay, this is this exactly. And and then I mean, you have those days though. You have to have those days once in a while to where you're just like, damn, I'm just I'm I'm tired today. I don't want to do it today. Do you give yourself that day or do you push through it? I I, I don't give myself that day because it's not a discussion. I'm gonna I've known I've been doing this so long. I know I'm gonna wake up that I don't want to do it. I know that I'm gonna wake up and say <laughs> whatever, but it's just that's you just continue. That, you just do it, though. I just do. That's, but you that's do have even, that feeling once in a while. That's a human feeling. It is a human feeling. I do get that. Just so you know, I am. I human. am, believe it or not, half human. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I, it's never a debate. You know, I got my program set up. I still do is. baby goals. I still say the next four weeks is going to be this. The next 12 weeks will be this. Um, and I always pick something. I always go, this is why I'm doing it. This right. is what I'm getting ready for. It was, uh, that's exactly it. That was, it's the work ethics. And that's the, what I was looking for, that, that question of, is it a mindset or is it work ethics? Which one actually outplays the other, you know, when it comes to something like this? If everybody goes right now and they're watching this, they go, come on, you, you miss and stuff. And it's not me saying this, but what's cool is the legends in the industry get to talk about that I don't miss and I don't go off schedule and I don't do those kind of things. And when the, the those guys are saying it too, and the only reason I say that that's that's cool and refreshing that they're saying it is because most people right now on here that have jobs don't get up every day and say, well, they may have that debate. Oh, I hate my job. I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. They still go. There's no yeah. question about it. They yeah. still go. Yeah. They got to pay the mortgage. They got to pay the rent. They got to feed themselves. And so that would be the relationship that I have that no matter what I'm going, but I actually understand myself well enough like you it's the battle that i need to get first thing in the morning mm-hmm. and with the voice in the head as Absolutely. i'm training no music on <laughs> that it's like i need that and now i can start my day now i'm happy yeah. but i gotta get into that battle it's funny because what i do is i i acknowledge the voice is there i hear it but i just operate on top of it i just keep moving i just keep doing my morning i just it's literally, I you know, grab my keys, get in the car, go to the gym. It's like without even a thought, even though that little voice is in the back of my head going, God, I don't really want to do this today, you know, but it's just like, I operate on top of it, you know, and I just keep moving forward. I um, hope everybody un- that watches this understands that, that we do get those feelings and that happens, but there's a hump that you get over and you go, that, that voice never wins mm-mm. that part of the day. Right. And I know a lot of people look at you and go, dude, you don't age. <laughs> What's up with that? 
Um, I get a little bit of the same, and that's why I'm yes, you asking do. you this question. I mean, it's like, I want to know what your skin regimen is, first of all. <laughs> um, second of all, I think that the people who go, oh my God, dude, you don't age, what that's all about is you're eating good, you're exercising, you're drinking water, you're taking care of the body that God gave you for longevity reasons. You're not destroying it. You're not filling it full of crap and all the stuff that is making other people age and their skin and their body. And I mean, I know you can talk to that. Well, first off, I am a sunblock guy. Always, I was <laughs> the kid that listened to my mom because <laughs> I'm an Irish, Scottish, German. I'm going outside, put sunblock on. And so that's something I actually listened to her and continued to do. And then I was lucky enough that I found my passion at such a young age. And like you, we did some things when we were younger that set us up to win when we were older. Mm -hmm. And I saw a post the other day from uh, Jennifer Gardner. She goes, sunblock in your 20s is a beautiful thing in your 50s. I love her, by the way. She's one yeah, of my same, favorite same. actors. I don't know how Ben messed that up. But right? Said, <laughs> wow. Dumbass. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I would take that over J-Lo. Um, oh, me too. <laughs> All day. So it, it's taking care of the skin, protecting it, and understanding that lotion uh, for a guy is okay. Um, that's So wash the face, put lotion on, make sure that you got it, keep it hydrated. Um, but you said it, the eating, you know, the, the, the protection, the healthy living, the sleep, sleep. the recovery. Yeah. It slows down time. It does. And I noticed on your podcast, you talk a lot about blood work, which I love because I'm the person that I went over to um, my hormone doctor and, and picked up some progesterone. And she goes, what are you, the mayor of the valley? Because everybody knows you. I go, I'm referring everybody to you. I go, if I can change one woman at a time and send them to you, I said, I will. I said, because blood work and hormones as you get older actually also slows down that aging process. And that's a lot of things. A lot of people don't understand that. Just the, just the basic blood work. Yeah. Show, show, let's, what are you working with? What's going on inside the body yeah. right now? Where's your, <laughs> where's your cortisol levels? How stressed are you? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the smartest thing. And I think that's great for, that you're doing that, but I, I wish more people would just go, Hey, go get the blood work done. Mm -hmm. Cause you don't have to do anything. But at least no. And again, I learned young that, you know, uh, there's there's things in my family that my genetics have. And so how can I protect myself? Like I lost my dad way too young off of him being a a, a bodybuilder, football player, tough guy mm -hmm. where it's like, no, I, you know, doctors are for wimps and stuff. And we lost him a good 10, 15 years early. Mm, sorry to hear that. That being said, it's like in these last four years, I'm like, wow, I got a son now mm -hmm. and I'm an old father. I would like to tussle with him in 15 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd like to be the first guy he tries to wrestle. And so I'm like, let's just take care of it. Let's see what's going on. Let's make sure that if there is something wrong, take care of it when you can. Right. Just like you said about health and fitness, most people don't. When the doctor says, hey, you got high blood pressure, you got cholesterol, you got to work out. Okay, now they'll go work out. Do it There'll beforehand. Be yeah. Do all Why that before. Wait, don't wait for the blood work to come out bad. Do it beforehand so the blood work never does come back bad. Why doesn't everybody just live that way? I don't know. They're lazy. 
I mean, let's be here. Mike, people are lazy. I'm sorry. It is true. And if, and if, and if everybody had the fire in their stomach like we have, would well, everybody be walking around looking like us as well? You I would have, love that though. <laughs> I know. But man, you got to put the work in. You have to put the work in and, and it's a balance of life. Yeah. There was something I heard the other day and it was beautiful. And this is, this is what I love about my circle. And from, from the start, every, every stage of my life, I put myself not knowing around the greatest. Mm-hmm. So as a young little 14, 15, 16, I'm around the greatest powerlifters in the world where I just thought they were powerlifters, but there was the mindset and how they great they were. I was like, I adapted this thought. Then I get to gladiators and I'm around you guys, the best that turned out and, and, and tried and you guys solid positions. And you keep putting that around you. You're going to be pushing. And so the quote the other day was you run a hundred yard dash with a whole bunch of slow people and you win. What's that give you? <laughs> but then you run a hundred yard dash with everybody that's better than you and you take last, your time is better, even though you took last. Mm-hmm. And that's my approach. If I can always be around, and that's why my training partner is like, this week I got the world champion here, young kid, but I train with that. And so it's always, I don't mind taking last as long as everybody else are savages. Mm-hmm. I don't I like be that. around a whole bunch of lazy people. And be the best of the lazy people. I, I I love that. As a matter of fact, I've never heard that before. That's really cool. Um, there was there's a couple there's a couple young kids in my gym over at Gold's Gym in Hollywood, and they knew of my podcast. And they and I would you know every once in a while talking with them because they're young, and I, I love to see them like really in the gym just working their asses off. And they're like 16, 17 years old. And they came in and they, and they were like, who's going to be on your podcast next? And I told them, I said, I'm having Mike O'Hearn. They were like, <gasps> they were just like, oh my God. And it was like, so um, can you ask him this and that and this and that? <laughs> just, I, I thought it was so cute because you are such an amazing role model to so many people, you know, and especially these young, these young kids coming up in the ranks that are bodybuilding and, and in the gym and grinding it hard, you know, I guess, what advice would you give them? Eat right is the first thing, but, but keep that passion alive mm-hmm. and keep that, that excitement. Cause like you said earlier, and, and again, full circle, when you're that age, anything's possible. Yeah. And so there's a bit of a fire there. There's going to be times that that fire's gone and you feel like you dead ended and this is it. Try to keep that passion because we got the one life. And if you're mm-hmm. not waking up motivated because you got one freaking life, then you're not taking life serious. You're thinking this is a freebie and you got to come back again and do it again and again and again. It's like, Mm-mm. that's a nice mentality to have if you want to live that <laughs> late. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> so keep that, keep that passion alive for those youngsters. Keep that, that. Because it, one thing is like, I, I think of this is like, when I go into the gym, I always feel like I'm that 14 year old kid that's getting ready to compete. And I'm like, I still got that fire. I still got that, that passion. And again, it's something that can be saved and, and used. I agree with you. And 
And it's interesting because when I go in the gym and it's like my very first whatever exercise I'm doing, and once I start getting that blood flow into that muscle, it just feels amazing. And it's like, it's on, you know, it's like- endorphins are going. Yes, yes. And people don't understand that, you know, and more so than anything, it's about the mindset. It's about the work ethic because all these young kids can go on all of your podcasts, they can go- on any kind of program and look how to train anybody. I mean, I was looking through magazines when I first started looking for programs, you know, how to train, how to do, but nobody talked about how to keep the mindset, how to have that work ethic, how to keep going, how to operate on top of the voices in your head of, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, that's a good point. But that's a, that's a whole conversation because let me ask you this. We grew up with that. I think that was a common sense thing that there's no you're more content. What you want if you do that. But now, like you said today, it's like everybody, you're a champion. If you just go to the gym, you're a champion. No, not if you just go to the gym. Are you staying on the nutrition? Are you doing everything else? Are you letting that sip into other things in your life where you're still a good person and you're trying to live by mm-hmm. some kind of morals and stuff? Right. So yeah, what, that's a good point. What is something that nobody, okay, so you've done so many interviews and so many podcasts, but I'm going to ask this question anyway, because my girlfriend goes, she goes, ask him this. So I'm going to ask it. What is there, what, what is it about you that maybe somebody doesn't know? Are you a homebody? Do you love to travel? Um, do you have a secret guilty pleasure? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Here's the exciting stuff. You ready? Exactly. Um, Come on, Mike. <laughs> I am a homebody, um, uh, but I think I'm also a, a traveler in the sense because I'm I am home so in enough to mm-hmm. where it, the trips every weekend or every other weekend it's fun for me to get out and travel to somewhere. Like we're off to Montana tomorrow for an appearance. Last week we were in New Mexico. Um, so I think it's it's a combination of both. I like being home when I'm home, mm-hmm. and it builds me up enough to go out and and meet the the titans around the world, which is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. And it's not if anybody's watching, money is great because it gives you time. Mm-hmm. Um, being famous is cool because it gives you kind of fun things, but it's not going to satisfy the soul to where when you live doing something you absolutely love. And just by loving what you do and the consistency of doing it and sharing that with the world changes another person. That's amazing. Not me screaming and yelling, going, Hey, you got to go train. Just me doing my thing is the coolest thing when I meet these people. <laughs> and and it's, it's even cooler when they see the real you. Yes. Not the kids that come up and go, Oh, you're so strong and this and that. When they come up and go, Here's my dog. I got a husky too or something. Yeah, it's it's so like, cute. Wow. <laughs> wow. To make that kind of connection. Yeah. And to have that with people that travel from other states to meet you on a trip, it's it's amazing. Do you That's take, the cool stuff. Do you take your dog with you when you travel? I did. She's 15 now. Uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm letting her just kind of I hear be you. herself now. I but hear yeah, you. I was like that first guy that uh, took her on stage with me and guest posed, and it was the coolest thing in the world. That is so awesome. So what would you tell your 16-year-old self today? Ooh, I would like to tell him, good job, and stay with what you're doing. Don't doubt yourself. 
And don't be so hard on yourself. All the problems you think you're going to have, you're not. <laughs> you, and that's anybody and everybody. We, we, we stress out so much about things that might happen, and those things never even happen. That's so true. We worry about things in our life that aren't even here yet. And that right there takes your cortisol levels spiking. (laughs) That's, again, I know we're Americans and we were born here and stuff, but uh, I think the one thing that enhanced me in the last 10 years is my my girl coming from a communist country, growing up the way she did on a dirt floor with an outhouse, no electricity, Mm -hmm. coming to America and making herself a multimillionaire success with a seventh grade degree, you know, only seventh grade it's like anytime I kind of waver, mm-hmm. she looks at me and you're a weak American. Do not do that. <laughs> Men up. And so I think that really took me to another level. You just married somebody right up here, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I married somebody that I I had to level up for. Yeah. And so it created a whole new me yeah. or more focused me, which was freaking awesome. And your son, how old's your son now? He just turned four. Oh, that's such a fun age too. Did four he go? Foot wait, two. did he go through the terrible threes or is he in the terrible fours? Um, he hasn't. He hasn't been terrible. I'm <laughs> surprised. I'm surprised, but he's four foot a two. Proud daddy. Yeah, and the doctor says six nine. Oh, so wow. Yeah, yeah. That's... We started early, like. Let's get him used to his body size and 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 swimming and wrestling and jujitsu, so he can control that height. See, that is I I I think that is so cool that you guys are going to take your son and it's just like kind of mold him along the way. And I I that's fun. That's ex- oh my god, that's exactly what I would have done if I had had a child. I'd have been like, okay, let's first of all see what you look like. That's the only reason I wanted one in the first place. I'm kidding. <laughs> then let's put them in sports and do all these kind of fun things. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's I'm so, uh, Mike, I'm so proud of you. Dude, you have done it. You've done it and you're still not done. Out of you, all the gladiators, you, and they're all going to hate me to say this and I don't even give a shit. You're the most successful one out of all of us. Do you realize that? You're like, yes, no. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you might. I wouldn't be here without me paying attention to you and Dan and Jim. I wouldn't. But you, you just took it that, to the next level, though. Yeah, it took me. And that's still, you know, like when I was with Dan, I said there was things he said that still resonate. Mm-hmm. And I just keep focused. Yeah. I'll always believe in the race I'm last but I'm with the best. And so I'll keep fighting to get better times. So that's, that's so cool. Thank you for taking the time out today and doing my podcast. And I know everybody that I told that you were coming on, were so excited and they're, they just can't wait to see this podcast, but do not go anywhere because of the fact that we're going to wrap this up, but I've got one little segment that goes onto my Patreon and that's my rapid fire questions. Which, I got one more thing for you. Absolutely. October 13th, Friday the 13th. Okay. In theaters nationwide, then worldwide, a movie called Divinity. <gasps> cool. I will be starring in that. Um, and so that will be out October 13th. Uh, Divinity, keep your eyes out for that. That is exciting. You'll see. And then uh, first week of December, 
movie comes out with me and Jonathan Majors called Magazine Dreams, and that will be worldwide. Uh, and also, uh, that movie kicked ass over at Sundance. They both did. But Damn, you're just plugging away both. there. That is so cool. What else you got? I know that- um, we got a TV show called Blue Ridge. Okay. That will be coming out soon. Um, and then we got a uh, the movie Book of Cain. We do not have a release date for that. But again, I don't know how I got the role, but I, but I play a metahuman. So <laughs> it'll be an interesting thing. Um, <laughs> but it's a, a very good movie. All these movies I'm, I'm so proud to be part of. That and, is and, so And still cool. doing this today. So it's, it's a cool thing. And it was a... Uh, We'll talk about another time. But oh it was my god! Right, cool going from that gladiator to battle dome to powerlifter bodybuilder to something where this movie is. All of them are just such. Uh, it's cool that the craft mm-hmm. has continued to grow, and I got to this point. Yeah, because they'll say, "Oh, that's great! You're getting into movies," and I'll be like, "No, I started in 1990 yeah. with Death Becomes Her with Bruce Willis." I remember just been that. Crying. I remember. And I never gave up. You can't. In the in anybody who knows the entertainment industry, that is a 100% constant plug. I mean, you're constantly going out. You're constantly fighting for it. There is no sitting back in the entertainment industry and just let it come to me. Uh-uh. You're putting yourself out there constantly, 100%. Out of sight, out of mind, and you are in sight and on everybody's mind, and that's what's so cool about you right now. You've got your supplement line. You've got your um, the bodybuilding. Um, tell me about that a little bit before we go, where they can find um, you. We kind of hit on power bodybuilding, but yeah, the training is going great working with people around the world. You can find all my stuff on mikeohern.com. Perfect. But I, I thank you for doing this. The respect I have for that 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 starting crew when I came aboard on Gladiators and and what you guys taught me as a kid and you guys were kids it wasn't like you know I know but but learning to shut my mouth and listen and and see the battles and that understanding today mm-hmm. still helps and we're still friends today which is such a cool thing it is we've in made this world some, that yeah and we're still here enjoying. We're going to be here for a while, a long while. I plan on living to be 100. (laughs) As long as I'm squatting, I'm good with that. Exactly. (laughs) Mike, thank you so very much. It was such a pleasure, and I, I can't thank you enough for doing this. We'll do it again when the movies come out. Please. I'm so excited. In studio next I wanna, time. I want to come over to that studio sitting over there. I saw I saw Dan came over and I was like, oh, I got to be on his podcast now. That's it. <laughs> that must happen. And you got to meet the pups and the little ones. Oh, one. I can't wait. I can't wait. My, 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 uh, my girl. Oh, my God. Your wife looks amazing. I, I know. Well, look at Miss you. Miss Universe. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> it's so cool. Mike O'Hearn, thank you. And we're going to say peace out for now. And... Thank you so much again. Thanks for being on Chillin' with Ice. Love. Thank you so much for listening to Chillin' with Ice. And don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, and share wherever you listen to your podcast. Remember to follow us on Patreon and YouTube at Chillin' with Ice. And on Instagram and TikTok, you can follow me at lori.ice.fetrick. I look forward to chilling with you next time here on Chilling with Ice. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.